Welcome to the Morning by Morning podcast. I'm Olivia. And I'm Bailey. And we're sisters. In-law, but that doesn't matter. Grab your coffee and start the day with us. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another episode. And today we're going to be talking about work-life balance. But first, we'll share what we're grateful for this week. And mine is that at the time we're recording this, which <laughs> is in advance, um, we just had a weekend and I was able to babysit one of my friend's kids with my sister, which was very fun. And then we had, it was kind of a busy weekend. We had some family time outside, which was great. And then I also got to um, go to the church that I used to go to with my sister. And that was really fun. I went in and I was like, I miss it here. Yeah, <laughs> so good. it was just kind of refreshing. So it was a full but very nice weekend. That's kind of how ours was. I actually wrote down what we did this weekend as well as my grad too, because um, for us, we were with my family and my sister where she lives, they have a pool just like you guys do. We're the only ones that don't yeah. have a pool, which is fine. We have other benefits. <laughs> we don't own it. I know. So. <laughs> um, but we enjoyed spending time in their pool. And honestly, I think we were just going to be in there for like you know, a couple hours, but we were in there for like four hours because we were just loving the sun and we had good conversations in there. So it was really fun to just relax and spend time um, with my family in the pool. And it was our first time being in the pool all summer long. So it felt really good. Yeah, that's nice. Grateful for that. So like we said, today we're going to talk a little bit about work-life balance. And basically, I guess I'll just say kind of how I think of what this is in case people have different definitions of it. But um, I just kind of think of it as you have kind of your two separate worlds, like your professional life and then your personal life. And to me, it just means that you are not giving like 100% to one of those things and, you know, not very much Mm -hmm. to the other one. It's like when you go to work, you focus on work, you get your stuff done. And then when you go home, you kind of can set work aside and you're able to spend time with people you love, do things that are good for you. Yes. What do you think? Do you think of it similarly? I do. And I think this is a topic that's kind of hard for the majority of people, especially in our day and age that we live in. It's just like work, 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 keep going, push through. Yeah. And I think... American culture, especially. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's hard to remember to sometimes slow down or don't have them overlap. I think it's good to have a divide, don't you? Yeah. Have a time that you're like, okay, now I'm turning off my work brain. (laughs) And some people, I realize like some people have crazy schedules and, you know, some people work from home and I feel like that's probably more difficult, but um, you have to have a time where you can shut that part off that is just working, working, working. But I think you're right. It's kind of like countercultural, at least. I feel like in the United States and it's different by regions and stuff. Like people talk about visiting places and they're like, it's a slower pace here. And like, I think that's true, but I would say where we live, it is pretty common for people to just go, go, go. And I kind of see that as like, we are almost idolizing being busy, being productive. We want to, you know, say, listen to all these things I got done today, which is not a bad thing. We want to be productive, but it's almost like, you know, sometimes I've at least experienced, I've felt guilty at times where I'm like, I'm doing nothing today or I'm yeah. going to, you know, watch a movie or whatever. Like, don't you sometimes feel like you should still be getting something done when it's your downtime? Yeah, I feel like I have to always be 
productive. Yeah. And one thing that I struggle with, and I think a lot of people struggle with this as well, is if I have a moment to maybe have a downtime, but my husband is continuing to do something, I feel guilty to just not do something productive because so he's I, still working yeah. <laughs> because he's yeah. still doing something productive and I've felt this way too like um I felt that way a lot when I was at home because obviously I had more time to maybe do things that were more for myself and I valued that time because I knew it wasn't always going to be that way and so I was yeah. like it's okay to do things for myself but at the same time it was hard for me to think like that because it's like wait my husband is working so hard for us yeah. Yeah. And I'm just here. And now, like, sometimes I'll get home before him now with my job. And I'm like, wait, I can't just sit down and just take a breath. I need to be doing something. I need, <laughs> you need to, be busy. to keep going. <laughs> and the fact of the matter is that I don't really think it has to be that way. As yeah. long as you're not extreme with it and being lazy, it's okay to sit down yeah. and, and take a break. You could definitely go way too far to the other end and be like, I'm right. taking time for me and your me time never ends. That's not work-life <laughs> balance. Exactly. <laughs> That's different. But I do feel like sometimes too, um, it can be, depending on your job, like I even think there could be like a kind of a peer pressure within your job. You're like, oh, well, my coworkers are, you know, getting ahead or they're spending this many more hours than I am, like depending yeah. on what your job's like, or even our go, go, go attitude could be even trying to grasp for control and, you know, make as much money as you can, which, yeah. you know, there are good things about trying to be responsible and prepare. But yeah, I think just the overall theme that we're <laughs> mentioning is that you have to have some sort of balance. It can't be all or nothing. Right. Exactly. And for me, like I've, I've had times in my life where I've struggled with this more than others. Like yeah. when I was teaching dance, I had found myself that like at 10 at night, I would be laying in bed and I'd be responding to parents' text messages to me. Yeah. And I'd be like communicating with them. And I'm like, this isn't a balance. This is me not taking time to actually just relax my brain and go to bed. I'm instead still working. And it's like, that's not okay. And that's when I kind of realized that I needed to set times and boundaries for myself with dance, because depending on what job you have, it is easy. Like you were saying, Bailey, if you work from home, it's easy to just be like, I'll be right back. I'm going to go finish this one thing after dinner. Yeah, definitely. Um, I definitely did have to realize that, okay, there is a healthy balance. Now for my job right now, currently, like it is like I get home from work and I'm done. I know it's not going to always be like that. And that's the thing. I think it just depends on what your job is because some people do. They just they get done at five and then they're done. They don't actually have to think about it at all. Um, And I do feel like once I realized, though, that, though, I did pretty good at balancing it out. Like I feel like I can kind of shut it off and just be like, I'm not going to worry about this right now. I'm going to, you know, focus on my family because it can definitely start hindering your relationships with right. your spouse, with, you know, your parents and friends, whoever. Definitely. And I can relate to what you were saying about teaching because, like we said, it kind of depends on what your job is, but teaching is something that is not done when you walk out the door. Like, you right. usually have things to either, like, uh, well, if I'm talking about like traditional classroom, like you have like grading and assessing and then you have to like 
like with any kind of teaching, you have to be preparing for the next time you're going to see your students. So um, that one is a hard one, I think, to sometimes find the balance, especially starting out. And I can remember, especially like first year of teaching, always, always bringing work home, Mm -hmm. like every day. Without fail, I had work that I would bring home. I would, you know, stay after school longer than I had to. And then I would still come home and be like, okay, I need to, you know, have dinner. But then I need to come back and work on, you know, my lesson plans, my grading, whatever it was. Mm -hmm. And I still, I remember at the time that I was putting in the most hours, I still remember walking in, you know, the next day at school and not feeling all the way prepared. Like I always felt like there was more to do. Mm -hmm. And I realized, like, (laughs) I had a friend tell me, she was like, you know what you need to do? She was like, I want you to not do something on your to-do list and do something instead that's, like, good for you or spending time with people. And she was like, something to where it's like, God has to come through for you. Like, you're like, I know it's not done, but I'm in an unhealthy pattern. So she was like, I want you to leave something off of your shoes. Like, just don't do it and pray about it and do something that's healthy for you. And then, like, see if God comes through. And I was like... (gasps) That sounds terrifying, (laughs) but I literally did it and I, I could think of tons of times where I was like, you know what? It's not done. It's never going to be done, but I'm stepping aside to exercise or I'm going to go have dinner with my roommates at the time, or I'm going to, you know, do something that was good for me. Yeah. And I don't know how to describe it, except that I really felt like God answered my prayers. And I felt like sometimes literally time would slow down. I was like, I'm never going to get all of this done before I go to bed or before work or whatever it was. And sometimes I would, you know, do these things that were good for me. And I'd look at the time and I was like, that's it. Like, it's only whatever, 630 or Mm 7. And I'm like, I've got so much time. Or when I was like in a crunch and I'm like, oh, I really need to plan this lesson. And I felt like I had no ideas, um, kind of like writer's block. <laughs> yeah. Like I would pray and then literally I would have an idea that worked out really well. That was not from me. It was definitely from God. Yeah. So I just want to say like, I do know what it's like to struggle with this and to really feel like you can't. Like I, I know that feeling like I can't stop though because it won't get done, but it's like, you have to make it happen because mm-hmm. otherwise you're going to get burned out on whatever it is, like right. burned out with trying to spend time with people or burned out with your job, whatever it mm-hmm. is, it's going to just drain you. And I agree with you when you say that God will provide and just make yeah. a way because even like trying to figure out, I was telling Bailey the other day, like my transition between my job has been pretty smooth. But we started the podcast and all like so many new things like popped up all at the same time. And when I would kind of get and you're teaching again. Yes, exactly. I'm teaching dance some. And so and that happened all at the same time. And so just trying to juggle just the new things. It's not like you know how it is. If you start anything new, there's a learning curve to it. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're like too overwhelmed or your schedule's so packed that you can't do anything. It's just, it feels like that for a time because you're learning something new and trying to adjust. But anyway, so with my job, I was like, man, I'm like so busy. I don't know how I'm going to be able to, you know, even edit the podcasts and stuff because I'm like, I've just got lots going on. And then that next day or whatever, my boss will be like, you can get off early today. And I would get home early before Elijah would. And I'd be able to whip out the podcast really fast and get things off my to-do list. And so I think that that's, you know, God just kind of helping you, if, especially if you ask him. 
you know, he will help you through it. Yeah, that feels like a small prayer. Like, yeah. You're like, does God really care if I get my stuff done? It's like, yes, he does. Yeah. He wants you to, he wants you to bring your worries and your requests to him. And yeah, I've definitely seen quite a difference when I've done that. Like I can just say this past year, the past school year was insane with COVID, but like yeah. it, it was such a difference of like, of work-life balance when I have finally found that. And I'm like, here's a healthy amount of like investing time and energy. Yeah. I felt so much more refreshed and I was less stressed, you know, walking into work every day and, you know, things do, it. it's going to get done. And it's like, it might not be how you were expecting, but it will get done. And right. you're going to be so much healthier. You're not going to be walking around stressed all the time when you're like, well, now I'm turning off my teacher brain or I'm turning off my professional brain and I'm going home and I'm going to do my hobbies or I'm going to spend time with people. And another thing too is I just think like when you get to, you know, a, a different age, like if you're like, oh, I'm, I'm turning 30, I'm turning 40, or I am now a parent or a grandparent you're not going to look back and be like, oh, I should have worked a few hours later at my job. Right. You're going to look back and say, I should have had dinners with my kids or exactly. I should have spent time with them at the park or I should have found excuses to get away and do like little trips with people. Right. Those are the things that you remember, not, you know, how many extra hours you put in. Those are like, Right. To me, that's truly living is like making those time for those experiences, you know? Exactly. And that kind of brings me to something that I've been seeing recently on Facebook. And I've seen several people post it that I know and even people who are Christians. And I've read this and I even read it to my husband. I was like, wow, this just mindset is so screwed. And it's totally yeah. the opposite of a healthy work-life balance. And so I'm just going to read it because it kind of just blows my mind um, that people honestly feel this way. Um, and also there's some cuss words in it. So because we're a Christian podcast. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you something before you read it. Yeah. So you're saying like you've seen people post it and then like people are liking it and sharing it as if they also believe that it's true. Well, like the people that have shared it are like Christian people. So I'm like, obviously they should. And it's like they think it's a good idea. Yeah. Okay, okay. Like I haven't seen anything like they said, like, oh my gosh, this is terrible. It's like they're sharing it and like support. Like I feel like when you don't make a comment yeah. on something, you're like saying this is you're okay. Agreeing you're it. agreeing with it. Yes. So these yes. are people that I feel like are saying that they think that this is right. This is okay. So anyway, okay. it says... Next time you say, dang, must be nice, you might want to understand the lifestyle that has made it appealing to you. Eight to five didn't make it. Parking our butts on the couch to watch TV every night didn't make it. Sleeping in on Saturday didn't make it. Calling in when sick didn't make it. Being content with where you're at didn't make it. Which right there, I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, but I'll keep reading. <laughs> Go back to the contentment episode. Exactly. <laughs> it says, it came from some 15 to 20 hour days. It came from beating the sun up. It came from working on weekends. It came from sacrificing family time. It came from wanting a little better tomorrow at the expense of today. These are a few things to consider before you throw out, dang, must be nice at someone. We are all products of our competence and extra efforts are what make the biggest differences at the end of the day. And it says, hashtag stay hungry. 
I just... Yeah, there's... I can hear just so many red flags in that one post. Right. I mean, people saying that it is okay to sacrifice your family time. That's just not... I would... Let me, this might sound so profound to you, but (laughs) I I would rather take less money any day and actually have a relationship with my family and um, actually have a life and be able to pour into my church, pour into my community than do you have an extra, what? thousand bucks however much in your savings account yeah it's like if you're not if you're not using okay even family time aside if you're literally just living to increase your savings account like i need more 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 and you're literally not using that money to live life and enjoy things it's like you're not living an abundant life you're literally living with like a what people call a scarcity mindset like you're like oh i have to get more what if you know what if I run out? And it's like I said, like you're you're not going to regret taking time to spend time with people you love or taking time to do things that are healthy for you. Right. You're going to regret those, you know, all those really long 20 right. hour days and like never being there for family events. Like because when you're laying there on your deathbed, what are you going to be thinking? Wow, I'm so glad I had all that extra money and I worked all this, you know, times where I didn't have a relationship with my family or, wow, I have no relationship with my kids. I mean, because I feel like you start to realize what is actually important to you. And I have some Bible verses to just kind of um, bring up because I feel like. And there's so many other Bible verses, but these are just a couple that I thought were fitting. But I feel like in the Bible, God talks a lot about working and how that's good for you. And, um, but also a balance. Which it is. Yeah. We're not saying don't be responsible. We're like, you should work hard. You should be proud of what you do. Yes. Don't make that what you are worshiping. Right. Exactly. And in Colossians 3.23 through 24, it says, Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. I feel like that kind of just sums up everything. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what is what is your goal? Are you serving the idol of money and trying to just control everything? Because it's like, honestly... You could, you could work, work, work so many hours a week and stuff. And like something might come up that you have to end up spending that money anyways. Like you don't know what's happening next in life. So don't put all of your, you know, your hope in that. Right. And then on like what Bailey was just saying, like, you know, we're not saying don't work hard. Even the Bible says like in Romans 12, 11, it says, do not be slothful in zeal, but fervent in spirit, serve the Lord. And I feel like in any job, like you don't have to have a job like in the church or you're actually doing it as like, I view any job that you have as a ministry opportunity and as serving the Lord. And so do all that you can wholeheartedly and with all your might. And in, I have another one too, um, says in, uh, first, Oh my gosh, I can't talk. <laughs> You're fine. First Corinthians 10 31. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. And also though, again, with this whole balance, it says in Exodus 28, um, through 29, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all of your work. And it's like saying, you know, yes, work hard, but still remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. 
Right. If God needed to rest, then we definitely do. <laughs> yes. There's, okay, this is like a side note, and I won't go too much into this, because I think we talked about potentially doing an episode about Sabbath. But yes, we did. We will. Um, but, like, there is a reason that your body literally can't just go, go, go. Like, we, as humans, like, we have to sleep yes. to survive. Yes. And so, like, you are not created to be able to do it all. So just remember that, like, take time for for the things that are important, because, Honestly, money is replaceable and your job is replaceable. And honestly, you are replaceable at your job. Like we all have to think, you know, I'm doing a good job here, but it's like, if you had to leave your job, you know what they're going to do? They're going to find somebody else. Right. (laughs) And it's like not to diminish your accomplishments or anything, but it's like those things are all replaceable. But the things that aren't replaceable are like the memories that you can be making or the experiencing experiences that you could be having instead of just nonstop working. So I kind of had a, a thing that goes along with what you were talking about with um, that post. Of, yeah. Like hustle, hustle, hustle is kind of like people's goal. And, you know, there could be seasons for that. And um, I've told Olivia that I have not read this book yet, but I have heard other people talk. Honestly, I think I've heard about it on podcasts and like I watch mm-hmm. YouTube vlogs sometimes. And um, so I couldn't even tell you who first recommended this, but I've heard this several times. The book is called To Hell with the Hustle. And I've, again, heard people like quote this and talk about how good it was. And so it's on my list to read. So I can't say like, you know, 100% go buy it, but it's on my list to read because the whole point of it is to kind of fight against that idolizing of hustling. And I just, I looked at the book online because again, Mm -hmm. I would like to read it. Yeah. And it says, this is your wake up call to resist the hustle culture and embrace the slowness of Jesus. And it's just talking about how um, there, our culture is very, very demanding on us. Mm-hmm. This is literally like the book review that pops up when you Google the book, <laughs> but, um, it says like, you know, it, we have all these demands on us and there's no reason that we have to live that way, that it's just like nonstop, put your head down, work until you die mm-hmm. or until you retire. Right. Um, so yeah, I just feel like, as long as you do take the time to prioritize your relationships, your relationship with God, if you have a spouse or a significant other, if you have kids, like those are the things that Olivia said, you know, you're going to think about as when you're at the end of your life or when, you know, you're retired and that's, that's what you want to look back on and be like, I'm really glad that I have those memories. Yeah. Not so much. I'm that I'm really glad that I have this certain number in my bank account, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What's important to you? Even like, okay, this is side note. Um, but on Netflix, we've been watching a show that's called Alone. And basically it's these people who go out into the woods to survive. And then if they make it, um, I think like if they're the last ones there, they get however much money. And yeah. pretty much every single person, like right before they tap they're like, um, money isn't everything to me. I want to go see my family. I'm realizing what is important to me. And Elijah and I are How always like, How long does it Duh. take them to decide that? <laughs> it's like right now, the one that we're watching, they have to go to like a hundred days. And so oh, many, that's a long I time. know so many people have said this and they've left at like around 50 days. Yeah. And they're all alone. Like they're not with anybody we're else. We're not meant to be, we're not meant to be like that. We're meant to be in communities and right. families. Right. And-, and you start to realize like this money isn't all that important. Right. 
Well, and think about, okay, this is my last thing. Yeah. <laughs> think about too, like, um, when you were a kid, whether you had a really, really positive home life and you're like, think about the things that made that positive. Like chances are yeah. it's that you had quality time with people who, you know, spent time with you and who prioritized you. And if you didn't have a good home life, chances are like you were lacking that. And I mean, I know there's more to it than that, but I'm just saying like, if you have kids, especially if you're going to have kids, like think about like, what did you really value from your parents? Or, you know, did you have a parent who was just gone all the time and you wish you would have had that? Like, so as you're making those decisions for your family, just kind of think back to what that was like when you were a kid and decide like, what are your priorities? Like, what went well that you would like to continue with your own family and what would you change about your childhood if you could? Right. And can you make that, you know, the better experience for your kids? So, yeah, I think the main thing we just keep talking about are like, what are your priorities and what lasts? So, and yeah. I definitely, I just want to acknowledge real quick. I understand there's people who have to work like multiple jobs to make ends meet and stuff yes. like that. We're not trying to like say that you drop everything. Like you're, you might be in different seasons at different times of life, but just like when you have the choice though yes. to work overtime or when you're deciding, should I take this promotion that I have to travel away from my family all the time? Just like think, just weigh your options. I'm not saying, you know, if you literally need those two or three jobs to survive, like we're not saying. Right. No, I'm glad <laughs> you brought that up. Quit those. That's a good point. Yes. yes. You have to do what you have to do. Yeah. But when you are, when you are offered a choice or when you have the chance to kind of make a change, just consider what you want your biggest priorities to be. All right. Thank you so much for listening to another episode. We would love to see your reviews on the Apple Podcasts app. If you want to give us a rating or if you want to give us a shout out on Instagram, screenshot this episode and post it to your story if you enjoyed it. Thanks for listening. We hope you had a good morning. Make sure to find something to be grateful for today.